All right, so let's talk a little bit about the markets here. Welcome to Bull Bear Radio. Market pricing is nuts. Each week, we catch up with WBI's experts, Matt and Don Schreiber. Down 77%. You know what you need to recover from that? A miracle. WBI brings you wealth building market insights. Yo, happy new year. It's 2018. You're number two of Bull Bear Radio. Big year in 2017 for the market. Second best year in a decade for the Dow. S&P was up 20 plus percent. I mean, it was a stinking good year, right, Don? Whoa, those markets were rocking last year. You know, one thing we said is that when stock yeah, sun comes up, stocks go up. What? We're on it. We're True on the story. same trend this year. True story. Uh, yo, so uh, watch a little football. Uh, on New Year's Day, didn't we? Lots of football. Great football. What so action. it was looking a little tough uh, in the first and second quarters for the Gamecocks there. But, uh, you know, somewhere midway hey, through Mich- the third Michigan's quarter. Michigan's tough, man. Michigan's tough. But guess good, what? Good team. Yeah, Har- Harbaugh and Michigan looking pretty good. Gamecocks pulled it out, man. I know. Woo. Bentley and the boys, man. Enrico Daddle back after, you know, uh, a little injury, you know, and he – he lit it up, and we got Hayden Hurst, you know, a couple big catches. And, you know, Bentley threw the nice one on that uh, over-the-top route to, to get us back in the game. I mean, it was it was a nice little comeback, man. We looked dead on arrival for a while there, so that, that was hey, nice. Hey, listen, uh, the offense kind of slept. It was sleepwalking Deep, through the first half. Yeah, defense, defense, man, defense was crushing was monstrous. it. So, hey, look, you know, they did the playoff after that later in the afternoon. You know, you had – uh, Oklahoma and the Dogs, you know, the Georgia Bulldogs. All SEC final, baby. And, uh, you know, Saban laid the uh, smackdown on, uh, you know, Dabo and the boys. So that was nice, uh, kind of nice to see for us South Carolina fans. But it's an all SEC matchup in the, the national championship game. So, Don, it, Again. look, look, hey, I want your 2018 forecast here. You taking Saban or you taking the Dogs? Saban's going to pull it out. Saban is on a mission. He got really, I think really he's mad. Angry. He's he got, mad. He got angry. He's he been looking angry. tired, but I think he's really mad. He's been putting that that anger to work and that process. They, they, they're going to beat the, the, the sensei is going to beat the, the pupil in Kirby Absolutely. Smart. Hey, yeah. man, beat me once, shame on you. Beat me twice. I'm not going to be nice. Yep. Well, say say uh, we'll we'll see how this thing turns out, and and we'll be back here obviously to give you guys the updates. Gamecocks are done for the season, uh, having a good recruiting class, so we're we're excited here. So talking about forecast, Don. You know, first, hey, WBI ETFs kind of knocked the cover off the ball this year. Eleven of twelve beat their prospectus benchmark this year. You know, so that was pretty hot. That was a rocking fantastic. Man, in a late, uh, late stage, overvalued market, first time in WBI history we participated to the max. Really great return sets. Yeah, so that was exciting. And, hey, we've got the risk protection, too. You know, So if the market continues to run, we'll run. If, if we uh, you know, slip up a little bit, which we're going to talk about here right now on Bull Bear Radio, you know, what's going to go on in 2018? We've got the risk protection if we need it. But Don, what tame do you th- that bear, tame the bear, man. What do you think? Right, run with that bull. 
you need to calm down here about riding and running and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, uh, let's let's get on to it. All right. Not on to the bull or the bear or whatever. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, what you think the markets are going to do in 2018. Everybody's obviously waited with bated breath here about what you're going to talk about. So, you know, let it rip. Tell us what's going to happen in 2018. Rub your little crystal ball there. You're in Arizona or something today, aren't you? It's like 20 degrees here in New Jersey. It's terrible. It's like Arctic tundra. We're going to stay inside 80. I mean, you know, oh, it's, it's, oh it's, life is tough. Getting a little warm. Life, out, life you know is tough, I mean? and, and you should see this, people. We're we're on Skype. I mean, I look like I I probably just like came out of the tundra. I look like a polar bear at the moment. I seriously look pasty, white, pale, and Don on Skype here looks like he's you know been out sitting in the sun, you know, drinking lemonades with a little umbrella yeah. in we're, him. We're you know, I mean, come on. So, so listen. So you've thought a lot markets, about your your forecast year for the year. So let her rip. Let, let us, what's what's going to happen? Rub that rub that Mark, genie magic. Hey man, uh, markets move higher dramatically higher in the first two quarters. But what if I it think gets we cloudy got, outside? What if it's cloudy? You think it's going to hey, get listen, cloudy, or do you think the sun keeps going up? I don't think it's going to get cloudy. I think we're going to be like uh, you know when you're in Alaska during the summer. We're going to get about. Uh, 23 and a half hours of sunshine when it comes to the market over the next couple of quarters. We got the tax act, right? Yep. Passed before Christmas. You know, it sets us up for man, a what really a good short-term run. If you're if you're a corporation, man, you just got a president, a big president with a, you know, uh, a big red bow under the tree. Absolutely. We get to repatriate capital at a low tax rate. We're going to pour some of that into buybacks. We'll get in, into buybacks in a minute. If, you, if, but, you, you know, if you're gonna, a homeowner gonna, in New have, Jersey, though, you're missing gonna, your deductions. That's for sure. We're going to increase our dividend payouts. And most important, we're going to see a dramatic increase in business spending, CapEx spending, uh, because of the new tax act. That's, we got fresh cash. We've got more net cash flow in terms of our profitability every year with the lower tax rates. This is going to look pretty good. Yeah. I'll so are you, you small, thinking small and mid cap companies long term look huge beneficiaries? Are, hey, are you are you thinking that companies are going to take some of this cash and they're going to they're going to do buybacks or are they really going to do CapEx? I think they're going to do both. I really do. I think we see that already. I think the market started to favor, you know, companies that were, uh, you know, spending more on CapEx. As a matter of fact, last year, companies that increased CapEx spending had a 34% average increase in price, while buyback companies, because they're burning their cash, they're throwing it away for a one-time stock adjustment, they were only up 22%. Wow. So investors are starting to look towards the future and how companies will be making more money, increasing earnings and revenue long term. So what about those companies that maybe don't uh you know meet expectations from a fundamental perspective this year? Obviously if oh, you're man. doing capex you're going to reinvest in the future and growth. You're you're doing great. If you're doing buybacks uh, investors haven't liked that so much, but what about the guys who miss? That don't beat, that if don't you, have the good fundamentals. If you miss, it's like being dead on arrival, bro. <laughs> Fire up that chainsaw, man! I, I hey, don't think it's... we're going to see. A, I don't think we're going to see a lot of misses. I actually think that earnings are going to come in above expectations for the for the fourth quarter, and probably 
we're going to get a big adjustment in expectations in the second for the first and second quarter of 2018. So what do you think? What do you think about uh, you know the the consumer the strong finish to the year consumer discretionary? It was a a really battered sector, you know, at the beginning of the year Q1 Q2 even at the end of the year if uh, fundamentals didn't look good a lot of or revising their forecasts those companies weren't doing so well. What do you think about consumer discretionary in Q1 here? Hey, man, consumer discretionary is the new fang trade. I have to tell you, these stocks are up. They were up 3%. Big outperformers today. You know, consumer discretionary overall retails really hot. They they adjusted Norm's, Nordstrom's expectations up. That was dead on arrival last year, down huge. Now it's on a run. Tide's turning, these, yeah. Well, yeah. hey, index hey, brick funds. Brick and mortar retails back. Index funds have been really top heavy to tech, and, and in fact, the S and P five hundred, uh, as of December twenty six, twenty three percent of the S and P five hundred was tech. At the beginning of the year, it was twenty point eight percent. So um, you know, the tech stocks absolutely, and and this holds true for you know uh, the, those uh, foreign gauges too, where you have Alibaba and some of these other companies that have uh, increased dramatically in value. So you th- you think the tech trade is is going to slow down in uh, in uh, twenty eighteen here, and uh, you'll see some think, other sectors uh, start to outperform. I think that the tech stocks you know, are uh, potentially some big buyback companies. You know, tech has a lot of offshore cash that they're going to get to repatriate. They're going to be doing some buybacks. And I think that, you know, there may be some acquisitions out there that look pretty interesting. These companies are growing and growing a little bit faster. I do think that the beaten down sectors, the value trade is going to be actually stronger than the growth and uh, technology trade this year. All right. So, um, you know, markets, you think we got another double digit run in the in the on the horizon here? Or do you think we could see a hiccup? I think we could be in, in the teens for sure. I think you're, you're definitely going to get a good return. I think the first and second quarter are going to be pretty strong. I think as we get further into the year, we got to see what Fed policy is, man. If the Fed starts losing their mind, gets out ahead of this thing and starts raising interest rates more frequently or, pops, or, uh, or know, more, instead of going 25, they moly, go 50 basis slow points. Down the market. Right, right. So there, there's a, they could definitely slow down the economy if they, they raise more than expected in terms of the amount or or even frequency. So we'll, we'll have to see what happens. What do you think about GDP growth? I think we got to be on recession watch in the third and fourth quarter of 2018. We might see the Fed get overly aggressive and uh, the yield curve really get inverted. We have to watch for that. That's what we're looking for as one of the tells. Also, if we see corporate profits actually slow, that's a bad sign. With all so, of this fresh cash coming into the system, if corporate profits slow because the consumer starts to back off, the whole game changes. So do you think the slowing really is 2018 or do you think it's it, it's a slowing in, in Q3 and Q4 of 2018 and maybe a recession early in 2019? I think you got to push it a couple of more months or a couple of core quarters. You know, I think 2019 – uh, at some point in time, certainly second half is a very dangerous period. I think we might be starting to see some weakness at the end of the year in 2018. Okay, so so really you think that the 2018 is going to be a strong year for the most part, 
and uh, you know, 2019 could be some risk. Let's talk a little bit more about the risk. We're going to take a break right here. What could derail the markets? You know, in the second half of this year, and and we'll talk about that in just a second, among some other things. Thanks for joining us here on Bull Bear Radio. We'll see you back here in a second. Interested in practice management and market commentary? For our up-to-the-minute take on markets and the economy, follow us on Twitter and LinkedIn at WBI Investments. Are you interested in practice management and other insights on how to navigate today's market conditions? We also post regular market commentary on our website, WBIinvestments.com. And we're back. You know, so as, as usual, you know, uh, you can follow Don and I on on uh, Twitter, you know, at WBI president at WBI CAO. But really, look, we, we, we're taking this a step further. Bull Bear Radio is now on Twitter. You can check us out at Bull Bear Radio. That's the Twitter handle. Pretty intuitive. I didn't come up with it. But, uh, you know, we've got some some marketing geniuses around here. So. You know, they make sure that you can get all that news on Bull Bear Radio full time, all the time. Check us out on Twitter. And by the way, guys, if you're listening to us and by the way, if you're listening to us in Kenya or Dallas, Texas or Houston, it does. By the way, people have listened to us in Kenya, if you can believe that. But you're kidding me. I'm not kidding around Kenya. For God's sakes, we have listeners in Kenya which is really we cool. Everybody, we need but, everybody to spread the word about Bull Bear Radio, baby. All right. So, uh, risks, Where'd man. Where'd we leave it off? Dude, do you Where's think, the market? Do you think, like, that guy in Russia, Putin, is a, is a risk to the markets? Do you think if he goes loco in the second half of this year because he wants to go world domination and put the USSR back together, is that, like, a risk? Or, you know, hey, man, uh, a, am I just not? There's a lot of geopolitical risks. Lots of them. We got Iran. Oh, my goodness. Iran is having a little bit of a meltdown. You know, the populist movement worldwide is taking countries by storm. And I think there's going to be a lot of unrest all around the world. It's going to increase risk, especially at the geopolitical side. Oh, my goodness. We've got people from all around the world going to South Korea within 20 miles of the border of North Korea with rocket man that's a dangerous hey, thing whoa 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 let's let, it's not it's kim jong-un excuse me kim jong-un not rocket man let's be very politically correct around here and let's let's not be calling people names if you don't have anything nice to say just don't say it at all i read that someplace i thought that was his his handle <laughs> I don't think it's his Twitter handle, dude. <laughs> so, uh, yo, let's let's talk about your uh, your market forecast a little bit more here. You think we have a uh, a good Q4 2017? What are you thinking about Q1, Q2? You think we see an acceleration of earnings and revenue right through the beginning of the year here? So let's break it down for a second. GDP first. We got GDP. Consumer spending should be extremely strong for the fourth quarter. We should get a bigger GDP print than is expected. We had 3.3 for the third quarter. I'd say 3.6, maybe even a surprise four handle. Oh, my goodness, four. That's better than what's expected. Right now, they're expecting about 3.6 GDP growth rate. The Where that's going to come from is business investment was off the chart. Consumer spending was strong. The retail sector is going to show it. We're going to have a very strong fourth quarter. First quarter, I believe we get a follow-through. People are going to get 
you know, some cash in the pocket as the year goes along on these tax savings. So I think that there's going to be some money to spend. I don't think the consumer is going to get wild and spend a lot stronger than they have. The real key is will companies use the repatriated capital and get all, even more excited about the future prospects for business in America by increasing business spending, CapEx, taking advantage of that huge 100% write-off for every dollar invested in equipment, yeah. plant and equipment. It's going to be big. So it's going that's to drive good. the economy to a bigger number. Do you, do you think that a rising rates, though, could slow down some of that CapEx uh, when that money dries up towards the second half of the year or early next year? So if we see companies get aggressive and they kind of use up the cash, you have to remember that big risk factor, big risk factor, companies are at the most over-leveraged point in history. They borrowed all kinds so of money at low, at low interest rates. They, they issued bonds. And, you know, if interest rates rise, they got to pay more interest, um, you know, more cash flow to interest. That could reduce profitability as opposed to increase it. And I think that the risk to the balance sheet, that balance sheet risk starts to show up if we get an inverted yield curve, if so, the Fed starts to get aggressive raising rates, we're going to see an impact on corporate profits, and we could see an impact as we go along. So you also see you know, a couple of things happening around the world that are going to transpire this year. One, we've got Brexit, right, which is happening this year. Huge slowdown. What do you think it's going to do, man? Huge slowdown in in uh, the London property values and investment in in uh, the UK and London in general. So I would say that's got a weigh on things, you know, in the second half of this year, especially and in going into 2019. And then at the same time, China's deleveraging. Uh, they're going to do that this year. Do you think that plays uh, into, you know, again, that second half or early 2019 risk? Absolutely. What do you think happens to, uh, uh, you know, the England's uh, economy as all of those financial services sector jobs leave London? Yeah. Time to get that chainsaw out, man. It's going to be it's going to be bloody in terms of. Uh, you know, uh, I, I think I think the UK is going to be on, falling on hard times if um, you know they don't uh, incentivize people to uh, to stay and to invest. You know, they're going to have to get hey, Matt, aggressive what, if they're going to try about, and counterbalance this thing. What about a game changer? You think that they undo Brexit and they vote to stay in instead of exiting? I think people are starting to think about it. It's it's a possibility. You know, I I think you have the uh, you know. Um, on one token, you know, you want to shut down the borders and that's how people feel over there. And at the same time, um, you know, which isn't real good for free trade. So, um, you know, I don't know. Brexit could stick, but it, it could go. I mean, there's been a lot of pressure on Theresa May, you know, and I don't think anybody wants to see their economy go, you know, completely down the tubes, down the drain. And uh, so we'll have to see. It's a distinct possibility. I think you're you're onto something there. A little referendum think, vote. Uh, what do you think about uh, Japan? You think they can continue to float <laughs> more money uh, forever to try to keep their economy uh, in a positive trend? Does hope float? I don't know. They got a lot of debt, man. I don't know. When, does, does when, hope float? When does, the market, when does the market say, hey, enough is enough? You guys are the most indebted 
uh, country on the planet, and we think that your uh, your your treasury uh, bond and currency is not worth what everybody thinks it is. Yeah, but you know they they make good cars. Everybody likes their cars, right? Are you kidding me? I, I, you kidding I'm just me? I'm just trying. I'm just I'm stretching here. I'm stretching. Okay. Ooh, that's another risk. Stretching. That's another Defin- risk. So, definitely a risk factor. Yep. Yeah, Japan debt. It it you know it to infinity. We got debt to infinity. Yep, that's that's the yeah. I mean, they've got debt that rises way faster than GDP, and it just keeps getting worse and worse and worse and worse. So last last topic here. All right, buybacks, man. What's what's with the buybacks? What's what are the pros? What are the cons? Uh, you know, we're talking about capex, which is great. Reinvest in the company, reinvest in the company's growth. Let's get this thing moving. So I love capex, but what about buybacks? If companies continue to do buybacks, um, you know, what are some of the considerations there? Obviously, there's some because the the company's doing the capex, their stock prices go up way more than those that have been doing the buybacks. And why are people punishing the buybacks? Well, listen, we had all that, uh, you know, uh, increase in profit coming out of the uh, recession. We had a really nice profit uh, trend where we had uh, a profitability, margins increase, lots of earnings, and companies could not find a good place or decided that they couldn't find a good place uh, to invest that money over the long term, and they decided to use buybacks. Now, buybacks, all they do is reduce the shares that are outstanding temporarily, Make their earnings per share look good, but you spend make the cash. Their, but you spend the cash. That's not a good thing, right? Took, you took all the balance sheet off, or all the cash off the balance sheet, you know, to do these buybacks. And you know, there are companies that do these buybacks continuously, and they, at the same time, you know, the executives and the and the employees, they they get to uh, take their uh, equity, you know, their their shares that are in the money. And their options that are in the money and sell them during these buybacks. They get the capital, the capital comes to them, and there's a share reduction. So, this is a great deal for the executives uh, in, in the company. They yeah. get wealthy, baby. Well, Microsoft, you know what Oracle, happens? Apple, you know what they, they're going to be, you know, big beneficiaries of this, uh, you know, offshore cash. And, and you're, you're thinking that they might spend some of this, you know, on buybacks. They're going to spend it on buybacks. The problem is they continue to issue shares. So the executives sell the shares and then they issue themselves new shares and they maintain their position. So, you know, it's a great transfer of shareholder wealth to the executives, but it's only a temporary benefit. It doesn't provide any long term advantage to the company from a competitive standpoint. All right. It's a waste of capital. So it's a waste of capital. It it is. But it's it has been working. It has been one of the things that has driven stock prices higher and it continues to do so. And we expect a lot of buybacks and stocks to move higher because of those buybacks. Well, you know, that'd be great if stocks continue to move higher. That's phenomenal for investors. However, we are at all time market highs and what goes up eventually goes down. And, you know, hey, something to be cognizant of, you know, that's our job here. You know, give you some good information about markets, what the economy's doing, and hey, what goes up goes down. I mean, the the markets, you know, have gone up since inception, but uh, not without a, a lot of risk along the way. Oh, risk is you know, as as market prices go high and valuations become even more stretched, you can bet that risk is increasing. One of the big concerns we have is that investors will not see the risk; they won't see the train wreck coming. 
Yeah, number one, don't follow the herd when it comes to investing. Rule number one. Rule number one. Rule don't number follow one. the herd. Don't follow the herd. Over the cliff. Yes. Lose all your capital. I, I think he used last year lemmings. Lemmings. Little lemmings, lemmings. jumping off the, the cliff. But don't the, follow the those, herd, okay? You heard those it? Poor little lemmings. The poor little lemmings, you know. And, and, and number two, don't take big losses. You know, don't take big losses. And uh, so that's what we got for you here on Bull Bear Radio today. Rule number There's a two, lot of don't, people, don't lose a lot of the people money. saying that, you know, investors should take some gains and start to raise cash. I don't think you can do that here. You got to stick with this trend a little bit longer. Um, luckily, the investors that, you know, we, we uh, manage money for, we have a system to take money off uh, automatically. So, you know, that's the kind of thing you got to look for. Somebody who can actively manage the downside of the risk equation and uh, give you the opportunity to stay invested in, you know, what could be a very interesting cycle because, you know, we've got tax policy that is going to provide a significant stimulus to uh, the GDP uh, growth rate and how fast companies are growing, big profits. Yeah, and hey, if you're you're looking to to learn more about uh, you know ETFs and such. Uh, good article coming out this week. You should see it. Uh, check out our you know, Twitter handles or LinkedIn or whatever. Uh, I got a piece in U.S. News World Report, uh, a quote there about uh, active versus passive and what's the difference. I think that's a big thing for people here. You got to know what you're investing in. And, uh, you know, so there's there's a lot of good stuff coming out. Look for it. We'd love to see you back here on Bull Bear Radio. And by the way, you know, like we said, we need your help, guys. We need your help. Like, listen, review the podcast over at soundcloud.com backslash bull bear radio. Show us some love. It only takes like two and a half seconds these days. We thank you for your listenership and we look forward to coming back at you here for, you know, many more episodes throughout the course of 2018. Hey, Don, don't don't sit out there in the sun too much, okay? It's warm. <sighs> Jeez. Sunny. It's I, nice. I, yeah. Okay. You're not. T- you're not nice. And by the way, you're you're disappointing many of our listeners because most of the country is is frozen under the tundra right now. So thanks, Don. Thanks Deep for rubbing freeze. it in. Yes. Supposed to be getting snow soon. I hear. And like well, single digit one, temperatures. There, there's one spot that's sunny and warm. I I'm just gonna, happen to be in it. I'm gonna have to get out my thermal underwear. Nobody needed to know that either. <laughs> And my and my wool socks, and I'm bald, man. So I'm gonna have to get my hat out and my parka. All right, that was enough for Bull Bear Radio today. Have a good one. This is Bull Bear Radio, where each week you can count on our real market news and advice. Catch all of our podcast episodes at wbiinvestments.com. Past performance does not guarantee future results. The views presented are those of the podcast participants and should not be construed as investment advice. Podcast participants or clients of WBI may own stock discussed in this recording. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. This is not an offer to buy or sell any security. No security or strategy, including those referred to directly or indirectly in this podcast, is suitable for all accounts or profitable all of the time and there is always a possibility of loss. Moreover, you should not assume that any discussion or information provided here serves as a receipt of or as a substitute for 
personalized investment advice from WBI or from any other investment professional. To the extent that you have any questions regarding the applicability of any specific issue discussed to your individual situation, please consult with WBI or the professional advisor of your choosing. This information is compiled from sources believed to be reliable. Accuracy cannot be guaranteed. Information pertaining to WBI's advisory operations services and fees is set forth in WBI's disclosure statement in Part 2A of Form ADV, a copy of which is available upon request. An investment in the fund is subject to risk, including possible loss of principal. Investments in fixed income involve risk and may be adversely impacted when interest rates fall because the fund may be exposed directly or indirectly to lower yielding bonds. Investors should consider the investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses carefully before investing. For prospectus and summary prospectus, visit WBIShares.com or call 1-800-772-5810. Read the prospectus carefully before investing. Foresight Fund Services, Distributor.